Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented from the Lighthouse Chapel International. This rich teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for everyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Reverend Samuel Sawyer is an anointed man of God with a special grace for teaching the Word of God and a unique passion for building people and positively transforming lives. He is currently the resident head pastor of the LCI Rose of Sharon Cathedral, Accra, Ghana. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teaching as taught in the Lighthouse Chapel International. On Daniel's principles of prayer, and that's the entire chapter 1, in your book it has been titled if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy it's also a good title first of all, it's also a good title yeah because some of you have many names but it's all your names is it not so how many of you have more than one name yeah only three people have more than one name the rest of you can't hear me how many of you have more than one name more than one name more than one name so daniel's principles of prayer you can also call it if you're too busy to pray then you are too busy daniel chapter 6 verse 10 let's read the scriptures very quickly and then we will go up from here daniel chapter 6 verse 10 we just want to read the scriptures all together and then we'll go if you are there say amen one two let's read now when daniel knew that the writing was signed he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber towards jerusalem he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his god as he did afore times tell somebody he prayed three times as he used to do tell your bible to Luke chapter 3 verse 21 Luke chapter 3 verse 21 Luke chapter 3 verse 21 I don't want you to miss these verses verses are weapons that you can use against the arrows of the devil and the devil came to attack Jesus in the wilderness do you know what the devil came with he came with a corrupted form of the word of God he said it is written and Jesus also said it is written so when you don't have the word of God inside you the devil can make you into chinga. did I hear somebody say oh no Luke chapter 3 verse 21 won't read it let's go now when all the people were baptized it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and praying the heaven was open you can stop there turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 in this church 
we believe in the Bible. So we read, we read Bible verses. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. If you others say Amen. Daniel's principles of prayer. Or if you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. Come along with me. I think this is the most important sermon I have ever preached in my life. And the purpose of this sermon is to get somebody to look at his prayer life and begin to pray. Every, every sermon has a purpose. And I always tell you the purpose. So the purpose of this sermon, I'm not missing my words, is to get you to begin to pray more seriously than you have ever prayed before in your life. Ephesians 6 verse 18, let's all go together. One, two. Praying once in a while. Can we read Ephesians 6 verse 18? It is on the screen. It is also in your Bible. One, two. Praying when you come to church. Okay, let, let, let's try it. We'll try it till we get it right. Let's all go. One, two. Praying in times of trouble. Hey, what Bible are you reading? Ephesians 6 verse 18. Okay, let's all go. One, two. Praying when you don't have money. Okay, we'll try it again. Try it until we get it. Praying. Let's all go. One, two. Praying when you have had a bad dream. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. One, two. Praying just before you eat. <laughs> okay, this one will get it correct. Would we get it correct? Are you sure? So I'll allow you to say it. Let's all go. One, two. Praying. Praying what? Praying when? Praying always with all prayer. Everybody say always. You must learn to pray always. I pray when I'm in the bathroom. I pray when I'm driving. I pray in the morning. I pray at different. I pray always. Sometimes I even pray in my sleep. Sometimes I can be talking to you. I'll stop and then I'll pray and I'll continue talking with you. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Tell somebody praying always. James, the next verse we are reading. So the first verse we read was Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. The second verse was Luke chapter what? 3 verse 21. The next verse was Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18. The next verse is James chapter 5 verse 16. James chapter 5 verse 16. Just reading the scriptures. It's very important. James chapter 5 verse 16. Do you have it somewhere? James chapter 5 verse 16 What does your Bible say? Can we all go one, two The effectual Is it James chapter 5 verse 16? 
Are you sure? The okay, let's 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 read the second part because the, the first part is also important. So the second part, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man is useless. Let's all go the second part one, two. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man does not do anything for the last time let's go the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much wow some people are not comfortable that we are reading the bible what a shock what else should we do in the church should we gossip should we praise the devil should we talk about our problems we can read the bible luke chapter 4 verse 16. reverend i'm just reading verses eh? maybe the pastor doesn't know how to preach that's why he's just reading verses <laughs> may the lord have mercy on you luke chapter 4 verse 16. we are talking about daniel's principles of prayer or if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy tell somebody if you are too busy to pray you are too busy tell the person excuse me i don't know who you are but if you are too busy to pray then you are too busy tell him the way i say say you are too busy in other words you have to change your lifestyle amen luke chapter 4 verse 16 I just want to read a portion of it. I want to read it for you so that we can go very quickly. And when he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, you know, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but he was brought up in Nazareth. That's why we call him Jesus of Nazareth. The Bible says, as his custom was, everybody say custom. He went into the synagogue. The Bible says, on the Sabbath day, I read this for you to let you know that Jesus had a custom. And later you will get to know that Daniel also had a custom. Successful people, they have a custom. They have a certain habit. Your life is no different from your daily habit. Your life is no different. Or the outcome of your life is related to your daily habit. So if you want to be successful, look at your daily habits. Look at what the things, uh, the things you do. And then you will be able to answer for yourself whether you are on the path to success. Your daily habit is you watch television five hours. In Komode. Um, uh, Lewin. Who? Who again? Jamestown Fisherman. I haven't watched that one. Jamestown. I'm sure somebody's going to watch, eh? Jamestown Fisherman. Taxi driver. Abrabo. I hear there's a new one called Abrabo. Hey! You watch it, ah. Uh, no wonder your life is the way it is, so. I see somebody having a good habit in Jesus' name. A habit of prayer in Jesus' name. Wow. The next verse that I want us to read. 
Matthew chapter 26 verse 40. Matthew chapter 26 verse 40. Matthew chapter 26 verse 40. We are reading the verses. If you buy this CD, it will bless you. You will hear verses. And he cometh unto his disciples. Talking about our Lord Jesus Christ. He cometh unto his disciples. What did he see? And he findeth them asleep. Wow. There are some people who can sleep anywhere. I find it difficult to sleep anywhere. I can't sleep in a moving car. When the car is moving for some reason, unless I'm very, very tired, it's like I think me and the driver, we all have to drive. My eyes are open. And it has saved my life two times. Because once I was in a car, the car was moving in the night. Everybody was sleeping. The driver was also sleeping. And yours truly had his eyes open, as was his custom. Do you know what I did? I said, Hey! I just shouted. And the driver just shook himself like that. Sure. Ah, you sit there. One casa with three one. Yeah, then. Yeah, you bunny. So you just be there and allow life just to be passing you by. There are things controlling life. There are things. And there are people who think that, oh, as for prayer, it is only weak people who pray. Or oh, I pray only when I need money. Oh, I pray. There are certain people who call pastors when they are in trouble. And pastors have taken advantage of that. Once upon a time, there was a lady I was speaking to. She was, um, she was married to a German. She came to see me. She lives in Germany. She was talking with me. She was just about to go back. She and her half-caste son, they were sitting next to me. And she was saying, Pastor, I need to tell you something. I said, what do you need to tell me? She said, Pastor, I was in my friend's shop in town. And as I was there, a man came. And she said, Pastor, you see some of these pastors who go around looking for, looking for people to come. That's what she was saying. Said, so what did the man do? She said, the pastor came into the, office, uh, into the shop and then started saying certain things. And then the pastor prophesied to me. I said, hey, what did the pastor say? He said, the pastor said, I, I, I'm going to get sick. I said, eh, and you're sitting there. I said, oh, pastor, me, I, I, I was listening. He said, the pastor said a whole lot of funny things, blah, 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 blah. But you see, she was a born-again Christian. She also knew who her God was. She knew her, her, where her faith was. She knew where her, where her belief was. There are people who just hear anything and they accept it. I don't believe in hearing anything and accepting it. I am, I am always responding to certain things that I hear because I know that death and life lie in the power of the tongue. I'm fully aware that there's a great power in our tongues and what we say. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Those of you who just accept anything and you see the devil, he works by the media, he works but there was a man who got divorced. How did he get divorced? He lived in Ghana, then he went to America. And then he was saying that if he was in Ghana, everybody look at me please, everybody look at me. He was saying that if he was in Africa, he would not have gotten divorced. But as he went to America, and then he heard about divorce, because in America you hear about divorce, you see a pastor who tells you that I will come marry you and I can divorce you. And that is his advert. Marry and divorce. So the more you hear certain things, the more it is now becoming acceptable in your life. Certain sicknesses, the more you hear it, you shouldn't be happy to hear certain things. And when you hear it, you must cancel it. Those of you who know more about diseases than the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm speaking to you. 
You must learn to use your mouth to counter those of you who have heard more about the power of the devil, what the devil can do, what he's been doing, what he did seven years ago in the family, and what and you don't know anything about what Jesus is doing. No wonder you receive some of these things. I don't just like receiving certain things. Are you getting me? Tell somebody I don't just receive certain things. Do you eat any food? Do you just eat any food? Any food that is in town, you go, hey, so this lady was telling me that the pastor said a whole lot of negative things and she was just looking at it the pastor turned to go as the pastor got to the shop the door of the shop the pastor turned and said ah that is young girl all the things that I've said you won't ask me what I'm supposed to do because see the pastor was saying that with the intention that the woman will now come and ask so what should I do and there are men of God in town like that I saw a whatsapp they have lined up as they are coming he's just laying hands on them we'll be watching and they were just receiving it like that mister and it was like just and they were just receiving it i have the horse up i can show it to you a man of god and he just anointing them with all the problems the idea is that later he has they had to come and see him for special consultation the girl told me that she refused what she was saying because the pastor was saying that she should come for special prayers and consultations don't just accept anything that is said over your life. Amen. Amen. Jesus told the disciples, could you not watch with me one hour? Could you not watch with me one hour? Let us learn to use our mouth well. Amen. I said amen. amen. If you are too busy to pray, then you are too busy. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel was a prime minister. He was a successful person. He was the number two to the king. But yet still, he prayed. And not that he prayed. He had a custom or a habit of prayer. He didn't pray when he got into trouble. It was his custom just to pray. Bible says, three times a day, as at a four times. Now when people become prosperous or they think that they are successful, they stop praying. When they think that things are going well for them, you see people coming for prayer meetings when they want to get married. Or when they need a child. Or when they want a beloved. Or something like that. But as soon as they get what they want, they put prayer aside. Because they think that it is the power of their hands that got them those things. You will say you don't agree. But assuming, I told the first service, maybe let me tell you, second service. Assuming, recently, Ghana gave 23 soccer players $100,000 each. True or false? Yeah, it was money from FIFA anyway. But they got it. $100,000. I want you to listen very carefully. Just about 10 minutes I'll close the service. $100,000. David, have you seen $100,000 before? Have you even seen $1,000? No, $1,000 you've seen before. $10,000. Do you know $10,000? That is uh, 30 what? In CDs is what? 3,200 CDs. They gave 
Sule Muntari, Kwarase, Dede Ayu, all those, your boy, they gave them $100,000. One guy, as soon as he got it, he kissed it like that. And it was the night before a crucial match between Ghana and Portugal. And we lost that match. And at the end of the day, one BBC commentator said, we lost that match because we were too tired. We spent the whole night counting $100,000. And he wasn't far from the truth. What am I saying what I'm saying? Money can influence people. If we say today that we are giving everybody $1 million, this room, $1 million, we are sharing it to everybody. You will see the real Kojo that is sitting next to you. You will know what is inside your heart. The more, one man of God said, money doesn't change anybody. It reveals who you are. One million dollars and you are sitting here. As they are sharing the money, somebody is walking, he's saying, swine, pastor. You will call yourself, pastor. One million dollars. If you are the hook. Waiting. One million. Do you know what one million can do? One million means hundred thousand. How many of it? Ten hundred thousands. And one hundred thousand dollars, you know what you can do with it. You will just call Toyota Ghana. Sunday, you call the manager. And say, Charlie, come, 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 come. Say, ah, why? Say, I want to buy. Say, but wait on Monday. I say, I'm buying five cars right now. Because you can buy it. When you have money, the things you can do. That's why some people don't have money. You can't May God give somebody money. May God give somebody self-control. The money was louder than the self-control. Daniel was somebody who was very, very busy. He was a major politician, yet he prayed three times a day. Now, let's look at how he was able to do it. I'm not going to read everything. You have the book. But I'm here to encourage you to become a prayer person. So, number one, Daniel believed that prayer is very important. Tell somebody prayer is very important. It's interesting. Somebody said that it's better to be able to pray than to get an university degree. Wow said it is more important to know how to pray than to have a university degree there are men of god who don't who didn't complete university but today they have universities they have bible schools they are giving doctors out why not because of the university degree that they didn't have but because of the prayer that they have put your hands together for the lord somebody If you and I were to know the importance of prayer, Friday night, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock will be the, 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 I'm saying this for somebody who is saying, that, oh, pastor, I know the importance of prayer. You know the importance of prayer? If you knew the importance of prayer, Friday night, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock will be the, 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 the heaviest attendance service inside the church. Because that's when we do our prayer meeting. That's what we have every Friday. Come. This is the man that I have appointed. 
I lead that prayer sometimes. I hope you're ready to come like you came. Yeah. And then most of the time I ask this guy to, if he's not leading, you also stand up. So now this man will be leading. Or Reverend Frank will be leading. Or I'll be leading. No, stand, stand properly. I, I want them to see you. Not that these people, they don't have anything to do. Oh, these people who have been there, ah, they say they should be praying. So, okay, they, 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 oh, they be praying. You don't know the importance of prayer. That's why. You have relegated prayer to the back door. Because you think that you have kappa. You have hiwali. It's, everything is not by your strength. I can give you examples of an examples. Wake up in the morning, one day you can't get up. Then you know that mm, everything is not the way it looks. Are you getting me? I mean, if you're waking up one morning, realize you can't really get up fast. Can't get up fast. Father, heal every back pain, every bone pain, every nervous disease. I pray in the name of Jesus. You touch it now. Let it be the end of every ailment in our body in the name of Jesus. I believe in prayer. Friday night, 6 to 8, 8, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, we pray. One man made a song. MC Hammer. You got to pray just to make it today. You got to pray just to make it today. You got to pray just to make it today. You got to pray just to make it today. And pray, pray, pray. Many Christians don't pray. Many Christians spend energy. They wake up in the morning. And as far as they are concerned, they have to be in the office because they think it is the office that is giving them no. Because they can see. You don't know. Number two. No one is ever too busy. It is in your notes. You don't have to write anything. You have to just read it. Let's feel free. No one is ever too busy. Let's all read together. One, two. No one is what? Ever too busy too blessed or too successful to pray. Tell somebody we are talking about you. You might say, oh, I have a busy lifestyle. I, 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 I know what is busy. Most Sundays, I do not less than about 20 meetings. So, so, so meetings. Three second meeting. Three minute meeting. Three hour meeting. I'm just meeting. This is, I'm a very busy person. I'm busy Monday to Friday. Those of you who call the pastor and say, oh, Pastor, you are sleeping. Even when he's sleeping, it's important he has to sleep. Yeah, it's all part of it. You don't know where he was. Sometimes you see me coming to sit here and you think that the pastor just came in. You're a child. It's not an insult. If you're 75 and somebody is 105, you're a child. Relative to that one. I have been in a meeting or I'm in a meeting or I'm doing some discussion. Daniel was a very busy person. Daniel. You will think that successful people who are flying up and down in an aeroplane, moving up and down, you think they are enjoying. It is not as simple as that. It is a very stressful life. They have stomach ulcers. They have, I have a friend. She's, she's the mother of one of my very good friends. So she's like our mother too. I remember talking with her one time. And she had to go. She had just come from Tanzania. She was on her way to, I think, US. And then she has to come back for another meeting. And she was telling me, that's telling, I'm tired of traveling. You, you see somebody traveling, you think that she's enjoying. I have a friend, his passport is about this. This thick. There's been about seven passports or eight that have been packed together. It is not an easy thing. But Daniel, as busy as he was, what did he do? He still prayed. Tell somebody as busy as you are. 
learn to pray. As they learn to pray. Look, if you think you are too busy to pray, you are deceiving yourself. Can I say it again? If you think that, you know, the schedule is such that this. And all of us, we need to confess our sins right now. All of us. We need to confess our sins right now. You know for sure that you have been, you have put prayer on no parking. You have put prayer on relegation zone. It's like, oh, we'll pray when things get better. How many of you have thought like that before? Say, I'll pray when things get better. Be honest with me. You have thought that way before. I will pray when things get better. Hey. Hey. You haven't thought like that before. Hey. Should I close the sermon? The way people are looking at me, Lady Pastor, I've said something wrong. Do I need bodyguards after this service? Are you sure? It's our church. Pastor Mark, God bless you. Look, people have grown out of poverty and now they are prosperous. When they were in need, look at the single girls. Every single girl around you, look at her. They will come and pray. Me and my pastor, I know it. They will sing in the choir. Let them marry. Let their stomach come small. Let them become madame. Ah, then it's like they have graduated. They don't do certain things again. They don't pray. They don't come for rehearsal. They don't come. They will choose certain meetings and it is, they say their husband. No, their husband is also far away somewhere. They use the excuse. They think we are small boys. It's only fine courtesy. That doesn't make us say you are lying. That doesn't make us say certain things. And tell them that by you and this and that and that and that. Just pray for them. And pray that they will convert. Number three. Listen, before I mention number three, let me say this. When you are blessed, you feel everything is alright. No. Everything is not alright. Your prosperity is not a signal to stop praying. It's not a signal to stop praying. Put your hand on your head and say, I repent. Say, from today, I will pray like Daniel prayed three times a day and every time I will keep on praying. My prosperity is not a signal that I should stop praying. So help me God. Number three. I like number three. I think maybe I'll be stopping on number three. The rest of it, you can read it when you are on your own. Everybody has a copy, is it not so? Yeah. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. I can preach a series on this for the next six weeks. Just on this one. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. Do you know there are powers in this world? Are you sure? Do you know that there's powers? Huh? Once upon a time, there was a family that lived with this young girl. They sent the family to go and buy Coca-Cola. When they were drinking the Coca-Cola, at a point, they were drinking from the bottle, then somebody said, let's pour it into a glass. As they poured it into the glass, they saw at the bottom of the Coca-Cola, they saw a piece of broken bottle. That broken bottle was too big to have passed inside the neck of the Coca-Cola bottle. Where do you think it came from? From the factory? I don't know. There are powers. Tell somebody there are powers. Have you seen an egg flying before? Egg. Kusuya. Egg. Ha! Once I was with a fetish priest. And then they said he was going to make an egg fly. Fetish priest. There are powers in this world though. 
You haven't heard some of the things before. If I say it, some of you may get scared. Their powers. Me, me, they've told me of powers that they have done to kill me. Once upon a time, they told me that someone has come to do some power. He has put it there. And that power was supposed to. When I cross over it, something will happen to me. I say, you. And then I also did what I did. I, to, I just prayed and cancelled it. No, I, I, I don't think you have an idea. You see somebody walking like that, you think he's just walking. He's just, eh, he's just walking. He's talking. He has a big voice and he's talking. He wears glasses. Yes, yeah, no, 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 no. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. Amen. Some of you are sitting here, you are wearing rings. That ring, it will not help you. I want you to remove that ring now. That's what the Spirit of God said. You are wearing a ring that was given to you as a source of. I want you to remove it now. Now, now. You can see me after service. But remove it now. If you can remove it after service, come, I'll remove it for you. Listen, you might think that the, 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 the power that you have is from somewhere, etc. All power belongs to God. And what happens is that we also give some of the power to the devil. And now the devil uses it against us. But if you pray, what happens is that you are connected to your source of power. Can I hear amen? The power of God is released on your behalf. Jesus knew the power of prayer. That is why he spent long hours doing what? Praying. Don't say, I don't need this spiritual stuff. Don't say that. You never know. You never know. You never know. You never know the things that are in the world. You never, as I'm speaking right now, there are demons lurking around, hanging, looking for a way to come in. And there are also angels around. And it's real. The spiritual world is real. When you go to sleep, don't think you are just going to sleep. Some of you go to sleep with cool numbers. Saying that, oh, the cool number is what will help you to sleep. And you put in a, 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 a CD, and the CD is playing um how do you call it um um i don't know sexual healing hey and you are singing it and you say oh i want a cool number it will help me to sleep it's demons that are coming in because it's attractive to the demons they like such atmosphere everybody say atmosphere you created a conducive atmosphere for demons to thrive but you can also pray. And as you pray, you realize that every night, by the grace of God, before I, 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 my children go to sleep, even when I'm tired, then I, start, I lay hands on them. And then I pray in the name of Jesus, may you have a good dream. May you become stronger when you wake up than when you are going to sleep. May angels visit you in the night. May you walk. Sometimes I pray for myself. I say, may I walk in heavenly places as, as, as I'm sleeping. How many of you, you've slept, realize that where your spirit was walking, mm, it wasn't nice. Your spirit was walking somewhere. Then you're on a ladder, a long ladder. It is leaning. They realize that the ladder is about to fall. Like that. Hey, 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 hey. Things are happening. I, I, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Prayer is a source of power and protection. Many people become afraid when they prosper. True or false? The first time I bought a Mercedes Benz. The, the, car, the house I was staying in, there was no garage. But from one of the windows, I could see where it was parked. I remember small time, then I'll go and open the louvers like that and I'll look inside. I'll see whether the thing is still there. Yeah. Sure. I wanted to see whether the Mercedes was there. When 
you are prosperous, you are afraid many things will happen. When you marry, you are afraid that somebody will take your husband. I've spoken to wives many times. I asked, why don't you have a house up in the house? Then one lady will tell me, Pastor, I mean, I'm afraid that a woman who will come into my house, she will come and steal my husband. You are married and now you are afraid. Why don't you pray? Are you getting me? I designed a house for somebody. I designed and built. And one day, some time ago, this man I designed for, it was about a five-bedroom house. As he said, I should have a living room upstairs and a living room downstairs. I said, what are you going to do with these living rooms? That house, it had, I think, uh, five kitchens. It had five kitchens. It had two kitchens inside the main hall. It had an outside kitchen. That's the three. Then it has uh, a boys' quarters that had a kitchen. Then it had a guest wing altogether that also had a kitchen. Five kitchens. All fitted. And this living room that he wanted it up and down, I asked, why up and down? Then he said, Mr. Sawyer, I am afraid. He said, what are you afraid of? He said, I'm afraid of thieves. He said, so why? He said, oh, in the living room down, I will put television, fridge, everything. Then I was listening. Tell somebody everything. No, not everything. Everything. Then he said, in the upper living room, I will also put the same thing. Then I said, why? Then he said, so that when the thieves come, they will steal the one that is down. And, and they won't come up. <laughs> everything people are afraid though people are afraid in nigeria i've not been to nigeria i don't know why my wife has been to nigeria said in nigeria even when you are up 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 they are burglar proof all over there in your house when you enter they have like two two doors the further you enter you go somewhere there's another door burglar proof normally you know we don't put burglar proof when there's a window inside they they put burglar proof when there's a window inside Rich people are afraid. I sat with one guy. One serious, seriously funny rich guy. That person, he tells me that when he travels, he's carrying at least 10,000 pounds. I said, 10,000 pounds, what are you going to do with it? He said, oh, when I see something that I like, then I can make a deposit, maybe 2,000 pounds. I say, eh, and I can make another deposit. Eh. Once upon a time, I had to give him a lift. He has many, many cars, but for some reason, I had to give him a lift. And as we were going, he was sitting on my front. Then he pulled something from his bag. He pulled a gun. Hey! Look, all the principles, they are there. Let's, let's read the principles. You like the principles? You like the story too much? Principle number one. Let's all go. One, two. Prayer is very important. Principle number two. No one is ever too busy, too blessed, or too successful to pray. Principle number three. Prayer is the source of our power and protection. Are you going to pray? Principle number four. Prayer is important in acquiring and sustaining the blessing of God. Prayer, principle number five. For prayer to be effectual, it must be habitual. Everybody say habitual. Jesus had a custom of going to the church. Daniel had a custom of praying. Ask somebody, what is your custom? What is your habit? I say, what is your habit? Some people have a habit of eating wache every Saturday. If you are such a person, say, I hear you. Some people have a habit of eating fufu every Sunday. If you are such a person, say, I hear you. Sure. I know my congregation. There's nothing wrong with eating fufu on Sunday. King, is there anything wrong? Yeah. Even six o'clock we eat, isn't it? So, yeah. 
The problem is when you are eating it in the afternoon when you should be doing visitation. Uh-huh. That's, that's the problem. Have a habit of prayer. It must be habitual if it is going to be what? Effective. Anything that you do on a regular basis, that is what helps you. Are you getting it? If you like bath once in a while every year. Huh? Bath once in a while. You bath on Monday, then Friday, then you skip for one month. Then you bath two days at the beginning of the month. Then you skip for another three weeks. Number what? Six. Let's all go. One, two. Prayer must continue both in troubled times and in times of peace. We are talking about Daniel's principles of prayer. If you are too busy to pray, you are too busy. Prayer must continue in times of what? Peace and in times of trouble. Say, in troubled times. One more time. In troubled times and in times of peace. Meaning you must pray at all times. Do you understand? Yeah. If you have a friend who only calls you when the person is in trouble, would you say he's such a friend? No. I would like a friend who is with me in good times and in bad times. I'll be by your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. Is it not so? Yeah. Tell somebody I'll be by your side. Some of you couldn't say it. And the more you pray, the better you become at prayer. Say amen. In times of crisis, you'll find yourself rising up to the occasion and delivering powerful prayers that bring results. Number seven. One, two. Do you agree? Are you sure? If our people, our parliamentarians are praying, would they think of buying... What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I hear you. Chess from China. Whereas Pogas is there. Oh, and um, and um, Fenat is there. Give me the son. Agowu, Agowu is there. Ah, and then we are saying that we should buy made in Ghana. That thing I don't understand, though. Because we met the 45 constituencies about two years ago, 2012. And we knew that our present capacity, I'm an architect, I know building capacities. We knew that the present capacity of parliament cannot handle 45 people. So why didn't we start planning ahead? Television, buy it from China because we don't make television. But, say, say, Egwa, ah, what a tabo, what are you? Eguapa, a timber nation. Hmm? In 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 how they call it? In 1994, Ghana Ghana had timber as the um, how they call it third third highest um, exp- uh, foreign earner. Timber number one was cocoa, number two was gold, and then timber was number three. And then uh, tourism was number four. And then non-traditional exports, pineapple, ginger, all those was number five. And it's not changed for the past many years. And we say we export timber. Have you seen a Ghanaian in China cutting trees before? Cutting trees. Let me not divert. All that I'm saying is that the country needs people who are praying. True or false? 
So you and I, let's pray for. The Bible says we should pray for, for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Amen. Number eight. Number eight. It is important to pray for long periods of time. That's why when you have an all night, don't miss it. How many of us you have never done a personal all night before? Let me hear. Personal all. I'm expecting about 90% of the church. Personal all night. You've never done it before. Be honest. Personal all night. You alone. You say you are praying. I'm not talking about you alone. You are watching movie. That one I know you have done it before. Or you alone. You are quarreling throughout the night. Some of you alone. You even have sex throughout the night. That one I know. Yeah. Especially the married people. Because when the girl has come, you don't know when she will come again. So... may you learn to pray long times of prayer give somebody a shout say yes long hours of prayer number nine I like number nine it is important to enter your closet for effective prayer everybody say closet what is a closet you see some Christians can only pray when they are in a group Huh? Come. Come, 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 come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people can only do that when they are together. But on their own, hey, they will start scratching their hair. They look at their phone. Some people in church, some people say they are in church, but they are doing what's up. So you must cultivate that habit alone. Alone. And find a place. Bishop calls it a closet. The Bible calls it a closet. A place where you can be. Some of you will see the atmosphere that you are in. The house. Maybe you are sharing the bedroom with many people. So you need to develop strategies. I suggest that find a tree. In the compound. And make yourself like uh, a nature lover. Maybe you are standing by the tree. Put earphones so that it's like you are listening to something. Do you understand? You see, do something. Tell somebody, do something. In your office, look for the toilet. Find a place. Go out. I mean, something. I told the second service, if you cannot do anything, get a blanket. Huh? And then cover yourself. Inside. When they are passing, the order they will say is that, oh, he has malaria. Meanwhile, you know you are praying. Put your hands together for the Lord. You need, you need to pray. And you must practicalize it. Don't, don't, don't make it look like some strange something. Find practical ways of praying. Amen. Number 10, as we close. Everyone must develop the ability and the formula for praying four times a day. Can you pray four times a day? Beginning from when? Morning, afternoon, evening, and when? When? Tell somebody all the time. You must learn how to pray all the time. I pray there are three seconds prayer three seconds prayer you must learn to pray three seconds prayer some fast something you must also learn to pray three hours 
different times. Do you understand? You must be able to stop. Have you been with somebody and you wanted to wee-wee and you told the person, excuse me? Who has been with somebody, you wanted to wee-wee, you told the person, excuse me. Well, we ought to do the other one. Can't mention it. Uh, excuse me. Then you want to do it. Why, why did you go and... Why, why? Was it important? I suggest to somebody, learn to tell somebody, excuse me. And then go and pray. You are in the middle of a situation. You have been talking about a thing. You are discussing the thing look like an improbable situation. May the Spirit of God remind you. And then what do you tell the person? Excuse me. And then you go, Father, this matter, I don't know what to do. But I believe that you know all things. That all things belong to you. The cattle on a thousand hills, it belongs to you. Father, give me wisdom. Because your word says that if anybody lacks wisdom, we shall ask unto you, who giveth unto all men, liberally and abraded not. I believe, Lord, you will give me wisdom for today. Give me that spirit of discernment, the spirit of wisdom for me to speak well. Father, I thank you. I, I, I thank you. As I go back to that meeting, as I go back to that interview, as I go back to my husband, as I go back to my wife, as I go back to that situation, I believe, Lord, you have given me the power even to say what I have to say in Jesus' name. So help me, God. Then you just come. Uh-huh. Yes, what were we saying? You have gone to consult. Tell somebody, I shall consult. Put your hands together, stand to your feet as we close. Maria Masakatayanda. Here we go, let's go to the throne. The place that we belong. Right into his arms. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For copies of this message and other messages by Bishop Samuel Sawyer, please contact the following numbers. 0243-210-323 or 0206-485-107. If you are calling from outside Ghana, please begin with 00233 and email us at samsoya at yahoo.com We invite you to visit us every Sunday morning at Rose of Sharon Cathedral former Olympia Cinema at 6.30, 8.30 and 10.30 a.m. Our youth and children's service also come on at 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. On Tuesday evenings, we meet at 6 to 8 p.m. for our midweek service. And on Friday evenings, we meet from 6 to 8 p.m. for our loyalty and fruitfulness service. God bless you. Open up the sky, fall down.